I wanna be bad. Make me feel so good. Welcome to Wrestling Makes the World Takes. CB alongside the one and only Caperoni AD, my main man over here, my tag team partner in crime, Caperoni. We got a fun show planned ahead for you. We do, we do. So what do we got on deck for this unique episode of WMWT? So, you know, we love to do our rankings on this show. Uh, I think it's one thing we enjoy doing. Um, so we decided this week we want to rank the top five heels in the business right now. Hence the opening theme song of I Want to Be Bad. Because it's so much fun. Makes you feel well, so you good. you could be a bad guy. Do you think I could ever play a no. heel? No. Zero percent chance. You I could be, be the that, worst heel. I would be like that go away heat, though. Like, I'd come out and be like that, like... You Come be, on, like me, everybody, and then they like... You wouldn't be taken seriously at all. I'd be the one that they just want to kick the shit out of, like, put me through a table. No? I bet you I could play a heel. No. Let's go find a local indie fed, and let's just try to... I'm going to convince you're, them you're let too, me be their too nice authority to figure. You think so? Yeah, you're okay. too nice. Do you think you could play a heel? Like, manager or, like, authority figure? I think I could. I think I'd be more heel than a nice guy. So what I would your say. angle be? Would you come out and just, like, shit all over the crowd? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, just shit on, you just shit on everybody. <laughs> That's the one thing. You can't say bad things about people. I can. I feel like I could in, a, like, a scripted environment. I feel like, well, why not? It's not, like, you like, really sorry, mean Brad, it. Brad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. How can I fix what I said to you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll make it up to you. Don't be mad at me. Yes. I have problems. I need therapy about mm-hmm. it. But, um... So yes, I don't know. I, I think I feel like I could. I, I would love to chat. I would love that, a, a shot at that to like see if I could be a heel manager and just get a couple of boos out of it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. No, not for you. Not your thing. Uh, we'll see. But anyway, top five heels. Uh, interesting episode mm-hmm. that we were kind of planning things out, and I'm like, this would be a fun one. Just, like it's. I mean, growing up, I hated. Obviously, I hated the heels. Yeah, you're you, supposed you to hate them. You, you hate them, but now I almost I appreciate them. Because it's not like, you know, I used to get like super upset when heels won. It would like ruin my, ruin your day. It would ru- like, I would watch it, I would get my parents to order the pay-per-view, and if the heel won the like the main event, like in the yep. champion, it would ruin the whole experience for yep. me. And it would ruin my school day the next day. Like that's, can't believe it. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> I literally, there was a few times I actually cried. Have you ever cried Since when a heel opinion. won? Like when you're a kid, obviously not like. Yesterday, like, no, because I'm not a wussy like you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, yes, I did. I got really upset, especially when I got I got upset when Kurt Angle joined the Alliance during the Invasion Angle, and when he lost the title back to Stone Cold. Um, like I'm more, I'm more so get angry, not upset. Now I get angry if it's like bad booking, and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? But like back then, it was. Emotion was there. Yep. No, I'm more so just get angry. I was yeah. a sad person. I was an angry one. Yeah. I would get there. If, uh, I don't know. No. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I'm sure the writing staff was like, yes, we made another 11-year-old cry. Like, that's what it's all about. That's when you know they're doing a good job. That's who they're really booking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive right into it. Top five heels. Number five. Cap Rooney, who you got? Number five for me is I have the duo... Of Don Callis and Takeshita. 
You have number five. Don Callis is doing number his best heel five. work. Well, his best heel work that he's done in years. It's so fresh. It is. That's why I have it at five. It's so fresh. I mean, you know, he's getting booed out of the building. He can't, you know, say anything without, you know, being on the. I can't barely hear him when he's talking at this point. Um, but I'm curious where they go with this as well in this run with Takeshita. Because you have Takeshita who's not speaking English at all, and Don's kind of been the mouthpiece. Um, with it, but then Takeshi goes on his uh, rant in Japanese, but kind of read some of the translations on there. And I mean, it's decent stuff he's saying, it's just you can't understand it. Well, they've paired him with the right guy, mm -hmm. a legitimate heat magnet, Don Callis as manager, and one of the best talkers in the business for the last 30 years. Um, so we'll see. Do you, now, in your opinion, do you think this really elevates Takeshi as like a top bona fide star? I don't think top yet. I could see, like, you know, maybe like an upper mid-card guy at this point. You know, I don't think he's ready to be at the top of the card yet. Like TNT champ. Yeah, like that. a TNT international champion uh, type thing. You know, I think there's a lot of guys in the company, you know, ahead of him before they can elevate him, I would say. It, it remains to be seen, for sure. Yeah. Still new and fresh. Um, I don't know. I, I would have liked to, I mean... I know they paired Arn Anderson with Wardlow, but I thought it would be great if they were to pair Wardlow with Don Callis and just have no, Wardlow just... I think Wardlow should have been on his own still. Yeah, I don't think he needs a manager right Yeah, now. I don't think he needs one. You know, he's kind of the guy that's confusing. That's for a different time. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's keep it moving here a little bit. My, my number five, I have the bonafide future Hall of Famer himself. Chris Jericho, the uh, the Ocho, the Wizard, the Wizard. Y2J, uh, you name it. You name Rockstar. it, he has a nickname for it. He does, for sure. Um, I just think, you know, even up to the Adam Cole feud that he, we just wrapped up, to do it for so long, the way he's been doing it, he still is able to kind of get that reaction out of people. Mm -hmm. That I just think he's been one of the best heels in the business for... 30 years and still doing it. And I, I mad props to uh, Y2J, the former Y2J, the Ocho, mm -hmm. the Wizard. We'll go with the Wizard this week because he just did the fireball. He fireballed thing. somebody. He fireballed yeah. somebody. So he's the Wizard. Yeah. Um, but Y2J, I mean, Chris Jericho, I mean, he's you know phenomenal heel. He always has been and, um, you know, still doing it. So I have him at my number five for this okay. year. Okay. Well, let's head into number four. So number four for me, I have Dominic Mysterio. Um, I feel like ever since the feud with his dad, uh, you know, the heat he's had on him has just been unreal. Um, you know, we talked about where Don Callis and Takeshita, you know, the booing they have, and you can barely hear them talk. Dom takes it to, the, you know, that level as well. But he's kind of had it sustained for a while, like where you just really can't stand him. Like he's that just like piece of shit brat kid mm -hmm. that you just want to punch in the face. Um, you know, and he's played into it very well. You know, him and Rhea Ripley play very well off each other as well. Um, but it's kind of like he hides behind her, you know, and he's really playing into that mommy thing with her as well. So he's done a really good job being a heel, I would say. The mommy thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, solid choice. Uh, I have Dom in this list as well. I have him, actually, which we'll talk about. But from my number four, I have the tribal chief himself acknowledge me. Roman Reigns at number four. Wow, number four. I have him at number four. Um, 
Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't feel he's getting the level of hate that some other guys do. Despite okay. being, you know, I just, I think people just respect him at this point. Okay. You know, five years ago, he had go-away heat. Mm -hmm. Nobody even just wanted to see him. Yeah. Now, I think people just respect him as, like, the Michael Jordan of WWE at this point. Okay. I don't agree with your ranking on him, but... Okay. Tim, get my heel points. Now. I'm getting a reaction. <laughs> That's you consider a heel. You're definitely <laughs> flopping. All right, on to number three. Uh, so number three for me, um, I have the Blackpool Combat Club at number three because they've kind of just come in recently um, into their own. I think this is what they've always envisioned the faction being. You know, when it first came to be, you know, it was kind of all over the place. Like, you know, they weren't didn't really have an identity. They're all kind of doing their own thing while still being a faction. But now, you know, we're seeing them, like, actually unified. And they're these just badass ass-kickers who don't give a crap what people say. They're just taking people out um, and don't care. Um, and they got a lot of heat on them as well. You know, they do a great job in ring work as a heel. Um, and the mic work has been great, too. They just had that great anarchy in the arena match as well. Uh, so, you know, they're really doing a great job being heels. You know, one little thing that, like, took a... So I heard Danielson, you know, giving a heel promo this week. Mm -hmm. And I just go back to that press conference that they had after the pay-per-view. And he was, like, the nicest guy in the universe. And, well, like, Jericho does the same thing and he's a heel. I, yeah. Just like, but he came off super nice. Like, he came off super... I'm like, you're, dude, you're, like... Well, that's Jericho as well. Kayfabe here. Yeah. Jericho does the same thing in his, so, you know. Um, I like I like the work they're doing. I don't know. I don't feel like people hate them, though. I mean, maybe they I do. I feel it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they, to be heels, they got to do something despicable. They should just, like... With uh, the screwdriver with hangman's eye didn't yeah, it to you? Yeah, I mean... Uh, we'll see. Uh, I mean, great. They're, they're on a great run. I like what they're doing with the BCC right now. And they're doing a good job building up Yuta as well now recently. Yeah, good for... I mean, I'm happy they're doing that. They, excuse me. Pass the baton to the young guy. And uh, out of that group, he is by far the, the young guy. They're all kind of old-timers at this yep. point. Moxley's been around for 15 years, and uh, Danielson's around for 20-plus years. And Claudia's been around for a long time. Claudia's too. been around for you know, more than 15 years. So... Um, We'll see. But yeah, I think kudos to Claudio too, because you know, he's the forgotten guy in WWE for so long. He's kinda like you have his, his moment to shine right now too. Alright, well now we're gonna let's get the critique notebook out here for a second. Okay. What do you think about Claudio's AEW slash Ring of Honor run and his reign two reigns as Ring of Honor world champion? Um I think he's definitely doing a better job. I think the only thing that's affecting his Ring of Honor run is kind of they haven't really focused on him having that title as much, I would say. It's kind of been he's, you know, kind of focused on this Blackpool Combat Club feud, which I completely get. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, with our Ring of Honor, you know, their pay-per-views are more spread out, I would say, kind of AEW even. Um so I think there's more they could definitely do with him in that reign. So if, I mean, I would probably give his reign like a C minus. I can agree with that. I just don't feel like the Ring of Honor World Title is like being given the respect. But, th that but it, then again, it's all their titles right now aren't given. Kind of feel that way. Yeah, but this is supposed to be a mm -hmm. world title. Yeah. 
So that's my only thing is, you know, I love Claudio. Yeah. Love is in ring work. Um, I just think Ring of Honor's kind of turned into their, like, AW Dark that they got rid of now. That's yes. What that's what it's been like, so I think that's why the titles haven't got as much of the focus, I feel like, kind of. Yes. Yeah, I would say it's been like an AEW dark that mm-hmm. happens to do pay-per-views once a quarter. Yeah. Um, not to say it's a bad thing. I mean, AEW dark had some really positive things. It was mm-hmm. a great platform for indie guys to get an opportunity to, you know, showcase what they have on a big stage. Um, you know, I think part of it probably played in the role that they could never find a TV home for Ring of Honor. Yeah. That they're like on a streaming service that you have to pay for. So it's like, but they got collision, no problem. Yes, I mean, that's, uh, I think the Warner executives buy into AEW, but they don't see what Ring of Honor is. But if you change the name of Ring of Honor to AEW Ring of Honor, they probably buy it tomorrow. It's just all an illusion. Yep, could be. Could be. Um, All right, so moving on to my number three, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, we talked about a little bit earlier, Don Callis. Okay. I have it just Don Callis right now because I just think Don Callis is doing magic work. Um, he really has been in the last two years since uh, joining AEW. And, mm-hmm. uh, he left his role as Impact executive and came here and just kind of went back to his roots of being a, a chicken shit manager. And I think he's done a great job with that Kenny run. Mm-hmm. My favorite run of any AEW world champion was oh, the Kenny yeah. run. I agree. That's been the best one by far. And coming back with, you know, in the in coming back and now kind of turning heel again and going against the elites new and fresh and everybody just shits all over him when he comes out. I love him. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's the barometer for being a good heel is, you know, if everybody shits all over you. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. You want to be shit on. <laughs> That's your fantasy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. But well, you said you think you could be a heel, so your fantasy is. I could. You know what? If that's what it takes, then shit all over me. If that's. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Uh, I just think Don Callis is doing incredible work right now, and uh, we will see. Now the barometer is all right. He's managing a completely new type of wrestler and star. Let's see what he can do to elevate Takeshita. Where he's got to carry the weight, really, too. Yes. I mean, it's, it will be, remains to be seen if they can, if, if take, people start to buy into Takeshi. Because Don Callis is driving that boss right now. Yep. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, but on to number two, Cap Rooney. Number two for me, I have Roman Reigns. So you had him number four. Right, number four, yes. Number four, so I have him number two on my, uh, you know, mine's just because he's been that sustained, like, you know, long-term run as a heel. He's done a great job as the heel. You know, like, where a lot of these heel things have come into newer being heels, I would say. Whereas Roman's been that sustained heel for a while now. Um, you know, and I think in the last year, you know, he's really picked up the heat on it. You know, especially, you know, once, you know, Sammy turned on him, I feel like that heat really picked up as a heel as well. Where he's kind of just, you know... Now he's pushing away his family, you know, he's kind of adding that, like, disrespect factor now in there uh, to being a heel. So it's, you know, little small nuances he's changing up in the gimmick. It's not the same heel work you're getting from him. It's small stuff he's changing in uh, it as well, which I think makes him a great heel. I could see that. And props to, I don't have money list or anything, but props to Paul Heyman and other guys been doing it for 30 plus years, maybe even yep. longer at this point. Uh, but a big fan of 
of Paul E. at this point, mm-hmm. um, and all the work he's done, and probably definitely more. He was in WCW in like the eighties, like yeah. as a, as a chicken shit manager. Yep. Um, before he went became owner of ECW in the nineties. Um, I could see it. I had him down a little more. Just be a, just I I go by like the heel. Do I really hate this person like that? If I well, feel Roman, like I do, then that's, that's I think what, Roman's making you hate him the way he's treating his family. The way he treated Sammy. I mean, you even go back, like, to when the whole thing started, you know, him and Jay originally, like, you know, he's made you hate him. You know, the problem is, and I'll just admit this, I never admit this out loud, but he just looks fucking cool. Oh, my God. He looks cool. He's got the, you see what they did? They they have the, uh, you know, like the Air Jordan symbol. Yep. They've got his symbol yep. now with the Superman punch. And he's got that the for track a long shoe. He wears Jordan's the ring. He's got his hair up. And I'm like, it looks so fucking cool. No. And that takes, like, it's hard for me to hate somebody. Well, I guess that's cool. why he's been in movies. That's why, he, yeah, it's, why it's, it's hard for me to hate somebody that looks cool. Okay. What do you think? If somebody looks cool, do you hate, like, it's hard, it's hard right? how their attitude is. He's got a bad attitude, it's but he's. It's all about a, their attitude. It's just, yeah, it's tough. I think he looks cool. Still hate him. <laughs> Can still hate him. Um, my number two, we talked about him a little bit earlier. I have Dominic Mysterio, number two. Uh, he does well, not look cool with that mullet. Nope. Uh, he does not look cool when Rhea Ripley picks him up like a baby and carries him around. Okay. Uh, he just doesn't, it just, everybody shits all over him. The, mm-hmm. the arena is, and I don't know if they're turning up the volume when they pipe in the audio, but the, the reaction is nuclear heat when he comes out and t- tries to talk. Piped in. Nonetheless, they're positioning it on TV like yep. he's this like, uh, you know, horrible human being. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, he's like that annoying, like, I don't like that guy. Like, so I have it all at number two. I mean, props to him and the way they've kind of booked him in there. Uh, yep. With the with the Judgment Day, but I have Dominic Mysterio number two. Yeah, I mean I can't hate on him. I mean he's definitely a good heel. All right, so heading into number one, numero uno, uh, the biggest chicken shit heel of them all for me is MJF. Um, hopefully you agree with my uh, list I have on that one. Uh, you know it's just you know when it comes to heel work on the mic, there's no one even in the same ballpark as him. I would say. Um, I would say maybe in the last decade, at least, for sure. You know, I don't think there's anyone like, that can touch him. Um, and, you know, when what makes a great heel is you have to be able to deliver on the mic. Like, yes, you have to be able to, you know, have those little small things you do in the ring to, you know, make yourself look like a heel. But what really comes down to that makes you a heel is what you do on the mic, and no one does it better than him. Absolutely not. I agree, and I have him as my number one at all. MJF at number one. Um, he, is, he has that... When he comes on TV, I automatically just stop what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. here we go. I have to listen to this. And he makes you feel in a mm-hmm. bad way about him because he just, he, he like exposes those nerve endings yes. that you don't want to do. Well, like, they had that small run in the fall where you love them. Yes. For a bet, you love them. And don't get it twisted. I love him as a heel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have liked him if they flipped him his face because yeah. it's just like, dude, he's a natural heel. You gotta leave him there. Um, uh, yeah, I love the promos. His matches on top of it have been great. Yeah, like, he's, he's gotten himself in great shape too. Incredible shape, and it just adds to it because he looks more like a star now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he start taking cold plunges wherever he's doing. You just want, but does he look cool? 
you said the cool factor. Does he look Would cool? you ever wear a scarf like that? No. I'd wear a scarf. Well, you also wear, you know, little shirts, so it's 35 <laughs> degrees outside. Uh, <laughs> it's a trademark. Um, <laughs> um, I, I agree. MJF is nobody better on the microphone. And, you know, I think he lives up to the hype. There's really nobody, not many people at least in the world, better in the ring than him is stringing together a, like, five-star level match than uh, MJF for right now. Um, so we'll see. But there you have it, folks. The top five heels in the business uh, from the Caperonis, your number one Caperonis uh, themselves. Uh, so that's what we got from this edition of Wrestling Makes the World Takes. So get us on social media at Wrestling Makes. Uh, chat with us on Twitter. Throw us a five-star review. Get us wherever you get your podcasts at Apple, Google, Spotify. If you want to get a glimpse of all this, follow us on YouTube as well. And TikTok if you want to see some cool clips. Uh, but that's all I've got. So for CB and AD, we'll see you next time. Wrestling makes the world takes. Peace. <laughs>